Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is BJ Muir. He is the CEO and founder of Jesus Help Me Parent. Jesus Help Me Parent helps parents to learn how to use a heart-based approach to parenting to empower their children with the skills they need, not only to change behaviors, but also change their hearts. As a husband and father, his wife and him have used a heart-based approach with all of their eight children, no matter what stage of development, whether or not they had special needs, and whether or not they were biological or adopted. As an elementary educator and certified biblical parenting coach, presenter, and digital course creator, BJ has worked with many families and has seen how Jesus brings lasting change in kids and families when parents focus on the heart. In this episode, we talk about how, as a homeschooling parent, your kids are likely getting a better education in your home than they would anywhere else because at the end of the day, you're motivated by love to help your kids and no educator can outlove a parent. Also, Jesus wants to use your kids to extend his kingdom and he's tasked you with preparing their hearts. And lastly, when we focus our parenting on our kids' heart, good things happen. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what BJ has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Sure. Well, hello, everyone. It's great to be here with you, Bex. So one of the fun things that I get to do is work with lots of parents. And what they don't realize is that my job as their coach is to take what's already inside and bring it on out and let Jesus do the magic with them. So I had a set of parents I was working with a few years ago. They had a seven-year-old boy who used to come home and just tear the place apart. And once because he was a bad boy, he just had lots of energy built up over the day. And when he came home from school, he needed to let it out. And so we worked on some heart-based strategies to help them support their boy. But in the process, dad in particular would say to me on our coaching calls, BJ, I I need a script. I I need a cheat sheet this week. And then there was a week where he came back and we get on the call like every week. And he said, BJ, oh, this was amazing. I said, what? I said, a BJ-ism. And they said, oh, what's that? (laughs) Because I didn't know. (laughs) Apparently there's BJ-isms in the world (laughs) and the things I say. (laughs) <laughs> and so uh, they t- he tells the story, and sure enough, he says this thing. His kid was doing something. I don't remember what. And the father just makes this statement, and it definitely was something that I kind of showed them how to do. And and I looked. I said, well, guess what? It's no longer a BJism. It's a youism now. It's yours. Make it yours and go forward. This is awesome. That's the excitement I get to see. Jesus working in families all the time. And it's when parents realize God's on their side. God wants to do great things through them. They just got to get out of the way and let them work through them. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's a great, great fun fact. That's actually really hilarious that you got BJisms. Like, you know how hard <laughs> people work at that? Like to get quoted. <laughs> that's fantastic. So let's talk about the focus of your work. So that gets me into that next section. Like, what is the focus of your work? What how do people get BJisms? 
<laughs> so I, <laughs> I help Christian parents go from feeling overwhelmed and frustrated and unsure to feeling empowered and positive and confident as they start learning how to use practical heart-based parenting tools and strategies to use with their kids so they can actually experience family life more like Jesus actually intended it to. Mm. So as parents, we usually get caught up in trying to fix kids' behaviors all the time. But Jesus doesn't seem to care about behaviors all that much. Look at who he hangs out with and who he <laughs> criticizes all the time. Come on. Jesus cares about the heart first because he knows behavior is going to come. Yeah. And that's where true change really happens. So if we can get off the fixation with our kids' behavior and start asking questions about what's really going on inside Mm. our kids' hearts, we go further. God's given us seven heart tools to use with kids. Wow. And my job is to introduce those tools to families, whether it's through coaching, online videos on YouTube, presentations, digital courses, And then to help them, though, take those tools and tailor fit them to their kids. Because God didn't make cookie cutter kids. We can't have cookie cutter ways to approach our kids and parenting approaches. We have to tailor this. Every kid's unique. Every parent is different. God made us that way. So let's embrace that. Take his word. Take his heart tools. And then apply them specifically to our unique kids in unique ways. Man, that is powerful. Like, I'm just like... Come on, like talk about it, BJ, because <laughs> man, it's true. You know, I and I love the fact that God didn't make us all the same. He made us quite different. And that's the beauty of us because we're all a little bit of him. So as we meet other people and allow them to be themselves, we meet a little bit of like personality of God. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're you're funny. Oh, <laughs> you're, you know, you're a little snarky. You know, it's like, and you find that. Through the scriptures too, you find where God's a little funny. He's, you know, he's very loving and he's, you know, he could be a little snarky. He can say some things yep. that you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know if you've watched it. I'm pretty sure you have, but like the chosen where yep. they have the new Jesus and in, you know, I love, I, I'll be honest. I've liked other ones, but this one, mm-hmm. I can just, re- cause he's so they make his humanity so real and yeah. his God still so real. And like, he does the funny things like went over your head there, Matthew, didn't it? You know, <laughs> it's like, oh my yeah. God, I God was, would say that. <laughs> I was just talking to a family last night. They've been through my coaching program for a while. They went through a course with me and we were talking about helping them deal with sibling conflicts. Mm. And we got into personality and love languages and personalities and how those play out. And I started to show them how you can see this even in the Gospels. Like, you can see Peter's personality. You can see Matthew's personality. The Chosen does a pretty good job of picking up on some of that. Sure does. Uh, But then you can also look and you think, like, look at Peter. Is that the guy you leave in charge when you leave? (laughs) Like, no. Like, if it's me and it's not, <laughs> I'm putting like Nicodemus in charge. He's got the pedigree. He hangs out at temple. Like, right. He's got the connections. He's the guy I put in charge. Not Peter. Right. 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 Jesus seems to know a little bit better than the rest of us. So Come let's on. go with his plan instead. I love it. So what inspired you to create all this? So the, you know, the challenges families face today are enormous. And and at times they're even very overwhelming for families. But the things that overwhelm us 
don't overwhelm Jesus. And we forget that all too often. So I see it as my job is to just inspire and empower parents to know their calling as parents and to have those tools and strategies that they need to, to use that heart-based approach and to help their kids. I've worked with kids for, and families for like 25 years. Wow. And when I see every single time it gets back to helping support the family to really be the family God wants them to be, that's when you see change really happen. So you started when you were 10? Yeah. (laughs) That sounds great. Born in 19, none of your business. (laughs) Like I'm looking at you like 25 years. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Like you're, you're throwing me off here, BJ. You're throwing me off. (laughs) But that's awesome. You know, and it's true, especially right now. I think there's so many things coming at like Christian families. Mm -hmm. I mean, Everything is being challenged right now, like everything. There's not nothing that's not being challenged. And, you know, this this morning I was reading in my devotional where I have a women's Bible and it kind of goes through a couple of things and it talks about like what happens in the world and then divine perspective, God's perspective. And the first one is, you know, we go through many trials. That's our trouble. And it says, find it great joy, you know, as you go through many trials. Because I personally, you know, we all go through things, right? So I look at that and I'm like, man, Lord, that's such a amazing perspective. Like if we could actually look at all of our, you know, issues and trials and be like, you know what? This is awesome. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my God, God, you know, like yep. completed um, great joy. It's like, fantastic but that it's really true like right now like there's a lot of things being challenged there's a Mm -hmm. lot of things you know being questioned and right now someone like you is so necessary and just to bring the word of god to bring direction to bring clarity you know because sometimes there are some pastors that maybe not be so clear you know what i mean like you really do need some foundational basis at times to be able to understand like parenting you you do you get a handbook it's called the bible but how do i interpret this for Mm -hmm. my child you know and that and the beauty is that god gives some people that that download that wisdom that understanding that knowledge and you're there to share to other people i think that's fantastic i i I really do because i mean man this the world right now is crazy and we need some some not crazy or the right (laughs) crazy whatever yeah. To just kind of walk us through these. So how do you um how do you incorporate even like the learning challenges in in what you do and with your coaching and everything? So many families who come to me who work with myself and coaches who also use a heart-based approach, they're coming to us with all these types of challenges. And right. some of them are, are going to public school, some are going to home schools, some are private We get all kinds of schooling. Uh, because families tend to know that I have some homeschoolers in my family, they yeah. tend to show up to me when they're homeschoolers because they're like, only a homeschooler understands another homeschooler. <laughs> but yeah, they face all kinds of challenges. But that piece that I said, God's given us these heart tools to work with our kids with, but he's made our kids unique. That's how we adapt it for our kids. So, you know, I'll see all kinds of challenges, kids with ADHD, kids with ODD, kids on the autism spectrum, kids with all kinds of learning disabilities, kids with stuff that we haven't figured out yet, but we just know eh, something not right. And I just need to help my kid. 
uh, speech and language delays, kids with big emotions. Kids, we got kids, all kinds of kids who are struggling with anger or anxiety and, you know, and so many more things. You know, those are the families that show up and they say, we need some help. So we take these tools, we take these strategies, and then we start saying, okay, and how are we going to help your kid? Mm-hmm. I had a family that we were working on, you know, how do you get your kids to, to do what you tell them to do? How do you get your kids to listen? And what do you do when they don't? <laughs> and we were working on this and they came one week, like, he's not listening to me. I said, okay, what do you mean? Well, I was telling him he needed to go clean up the playroom. Okay, great. And I just said, where were you when you said this? We were in the kitchen. Great. Where's your playroom? And this was a child who struggled with ADHD. So I said, where, where's your playroom? And then they said, well, you know, it's like down the hall, down the stairs. Then you go around the corner and then like, and I was like, that's five miles away for your kid. No wonder you found him playing somewhere else. So totally. we adapted our basic instruction routine. I said, if you find your kid in the kitchen, you want to go clean the playroom. Your instruction now is, I'll make up a name, Jonathan. Jonathan, follow me to the playroom. Yep. Now we'll get down to the playroom. And then you give the instruction, Jonathan, you need to clean up. And maybe you could say you need to clean up the playroom, but that might be too big for your kid. Your kid might either be developmentally not ready for the whole playroom, might right. not biologically have these attention challenges. You might need to say, clean up the Legos and come back to me when you're done. But now we're in the right room. <laughs> so we can do that. So we adapt things to help scaffold and support our kid so we can slowly but surely over time transfer responsibility to them. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's it's funny. The moment you said like uh, the child had ADHD and the parent told him to go down and it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yep. I, I know me like that would have been like, oh, oh, look at that thing over here. What's that? You know, and now my whole entire attention is diverted. I am no longer, you know, paying attention to what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> and yep. I am in a completely different space. You know, when we're trying to build cooperation in family life, and cooperation is just a fancy way of saying obedience, but lots of people yeah. hear obedience and they don't hear the heart part of that. You know, cooperation is just doing what you're told to do instantly, completely, and cheerfully. Oh, wow. And when we're trying to build that in family life, what we need to realize is that the more everybody's willing to change, kid and parent, yeah. the greater the opportunity for cooperation that happens. So in that story, the kid needed to change because the kid needed to come when they were called. They needed to follow through on what they were told to do. They needed to report back in. The parent needed to change because that kid needed the directions to be more specific. Mm. They need to be located a little closer. Some kids, we can give them a task and we can walk away and that kid stays on task. Other kids need us to sort of walk through the room every now and then, just make sure they're doing okay. Still other kids need us to kind of be in the room doing something else so we can kind of keep an eye on them. And and over time, of course, we want to encourage that independence, but not every kid's at the same spot. That's okay. We can support them and help them grow in that way. I love that. You have so much like wisdom and understanding. It's, it's, it's awesome. So how can parents connect with you? Where can they find your resources? Yeah. Maybe get a phone call with you. Sure. You can find me at JesusHelpMeParent.com. <laughs> JesusHelpMeParent.com. And, and I'm on YouTube at JesusHelpMeParent. But JesusHelpMeParent.com is where everything is. We have a lot of free resources there for helping you build a relationship, a stronger relationship with your kid, helping you deal with big emotions like anger, helping you deal with cooperation, 
Uh, it's also where you can find out about the coaching program. I work, the coaching program I use is uh, with the National Center for Biblical Parenting. They've been doing this much longer than I have. And they really have, they're the ones who develop the heart-based approach to parenting. And I love partnering with them and working with them because we see people change and kids and families change every single time. I love that. And you, and you have some really powerful testimonies that you have here. So one of them says BJ's insight into the heart of a child is remarkable. His ability to advise parents demonstrates his command of God's word and discernment in a way that empowers parents to bring about change in their children in a short amount of time. That's key, right? All parents would benefit (laughs) from anything he writes or teaches. And that's by Dr. Scott Taronsky. He's also co-founder of the National Center for Biblical Parenting. The other one says BJ understands how real life and real kids operate and helps us practically solve our very daunting (laughs) parent problems. I love the words they use. He has given us structure and language to use with our very challenging ADHD son and other neurotypical children that we can really get behind in practice. That's Phil and Laura that's, and their parenting coach, their parent coaching clients. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's it's really important to be able to connect with parents as well as the kids and to be able to, you know, have that wisdom. And I know it, you know, it comes from the Holy Spirit, it comes from God to be able to, you know, empower us to see what is needed. So it's awesome what you're doing, BJ. So, you know, just kudos on you. So as we're wrapping this up today, what's one big takeaway you'd want to leave with our listeners today? Well, as, as a homeschooling parent who is tuning in here, your kids are likely getting a better education at home than they'd get anywhere else. And Bex, you and I could both speak to this as longtime (laughs) public educators who love what we do, believe in what we're doing, but there's a difference. And there's a lot of homeschool parents who beat themselves up and don't think they're doing it as well, but the secret's out. They are. Yep. And, and and the difference is you're motivated by love. I, Mm. I, I love my kids at school. I do. Right. But I shouldn't be able to love them better than their parent does. Wow. If I do, we got a problem. Right. And that love is going to overcome every advanced degree you and I have, every strategy you and I have learned over Oof. our decades of experience. And I got wow. to start out my education career in one of the top-notch districts in the country, and I got poured into. So like, I know that I know what I'm doing, but I can't outlove you as a parent. The other secret, though, is that as a Christian homeschooling family, your primary focus is really not making sure your kid can read, making sure your kid's a great mathematician, make sure your kid's a great writer. Your focus is on developing your children's hearts so that they're open and ready to receive all that Jesus has for them. Jesus wants to use your kids to extend his kingdom, and he's tasked you as a homeschooling parent to prepare the way. and. Jesus ain't waiting around to your kids growing up. You look in the Bible, he, he uses kids all the time. Mm. He wants to do that now. Your kid doesn't need to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect. Jesus doesn't make us come to him perfect. He takes us where we're at and moves us forward to extend his kingdom. When we focus our parenting on our kids' hearts, that's when good things start to happen. Man. Man, this is awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. You have just downloaded like wisdom, knowledge. I mean, 
words of uh, just words of wisdom. Thank you so much for just coming on today. It's been awesome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.